You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Prepare for glory! I don't know if you got your popcorn ready. guys just heard that was part one or the the first podcast before this was part one this is going to be part two of again a league podcast the league is our dynasty league format uh, format i am the commissioner of i'm being joined by mr daniel starrett and la lester two of my league mates in this this is not your usual fantasy football roundtable podcast this is just a a podcast with me and two of my league mates talking about one of our long-running dynasty leagues so any of you who usually listen for any fantasy advice and everything from me and my, uh, my other co-host that is not really what this is about please feel free to listen uh, if you guys like it you know shoot me a dm we'd be we'd be thrilled to do it on some of your leagues as well if you guys are interested uh audio is a little in and out here unfortunately and it, at times it does sound like we're kind of stuck in a fishbowl and i do apologize about that ahead of time but it was just a lot of fun wanted to throw it out there for our league mates to listen so again uh me mr daniel Starrett, and mr elliot lester and this is part two of the league podcast First and 10 at the Lions 29, and Prescott goes screen right. Elliott down the right side to the 25, to the 20, to the 10. Elliott to the pylon. Zeke Elliott, touchdown. 38 on the screen. Second down and 10, takes the snap, gives it, Chubb runs, he's in the 15, he's in the 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, there goes Chubb, he's in the 30, 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Chubb will love a hub! 92 yards! Adam. Case on a deep drop. Steps up in the pocket. He'll fire to the right side. 
let's move on to to my team now. Uh, Baker's Brigade. I won the championship last year. My team has just gotten fucking killed with injuries and everything. I got Kirk Cousins, who won't be with me much longer, hopefully. Then you got Baker. I got Saquon, Chubb, and Zeke. I like. I picked up Mark Walton. I think he's actually going to do something, especially if Drake gets traded. Uh, Adams, Odell, Gordon, Hopkins, and then I just picked up Tate. And I got James Washington, Curdle, Herndon, and Kittle at tight end. Go ahead, Dan. Give me your worst shot. And I got Dawson Knox on my Texas squad. My Texas squad is fucking god-awful, but I do have Dawson Knox. I want to sincerely apologize. I forgot you had Zeke. Yeah, I do have Zeke. So Ty's Ty's running back course is not there. Thank you. I know. It's okay. It's all right. I mean... Mark Walton's gonna beat you this week, so that's all that matters. Can we talk about our let's just let's just talk about our matchup this week. It's gonna it be is, horrible. It's gonna be the is, worst matchup in the league I this think week. That my projection was like hundred points. Yeah, um, it's bad. Let's see here. Let, let's just go to this. Uh, it's Jacoby Brissett, Frank Gore, Devontae Freeman, DK, Marquise Goodwin, Travis Kelsey, Darren Waller. Yes, I'm starting two tight ends yeah. because why not? I uh, don't really care about Kicker, we'll let you know whatever. Eric Hendricks, Jalen Smith, and the Eagles defense. Which Eagles defense? I yeah, I don't know. Well, hey, um, how do you think I'm starting Seattle against Baltimore? Yeah, like I don't feel good, and that's my thing. I would if Herndon was playing on Monday night, he would be starting as my second flex as well. I would not have Mark Walton in. I am resorting to use Mark Walton, Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott, Auden Tate, DeAndre Hopkins, and, and George Kittle. Which sounds great when you say DeAndre Hopkins, George Kittle, Barkley, but Barkley's coming back from an injury. Hopkins has done nothing outside of last week in Week One. He's due though. But he's he's not gonna, he's been new he, all season. Though. I don't know if he's going to get a big one against him. I don't think he is he'll, either. He'll That's get, my problem. He'll probably get like eight catches for ninety eight yards and a touchdown, which will be enough to beat. Um, <laughs> well, it's all bad because yeah, then I'll jump you in the standings, and that's all I care about right I, now. Honestly, I'm not planning on winning. I mean, this is a bad week. Uh, it's just it's a terrible matchup for both of us. Yes, it's it might bad. Yes. one hundred five to ninety eight. When when that. when you buy as heavily as heavily into the Browns as I have, it is it's hurting me really bad right now. Especially in, as I said, the one thing that a lot of people criticized on that Adams trade was I gave away a lot of depth giving up that trade. I gave up a pick. I gave up Philip Lindsay and Kenny Galladay. I understand having Devontae Adams as an upgrade, but if you look at my wide receiver core with Kenny Galladay, but then add Philip Lindsay into my running back depth. In my opinion, my team looks better having those two than having Devontae Adams. But you would you would have you would have picked, uh, played Philip Lindsay all week or be all year unless true except for now. Like what happened to me? Barkley went down. Yeah. And yes, I was relying on Chubb and Zeke. But what happens if one of those two goes down as well? I'm fucked. You are. I'm playing yeah, yeah, That's what I talked to Ty about uh, before the season kicked off. Is like you're you're deaf. Like you have some huge playmakers, but obviously when one or two go down. What are you going to do? Yeah, because like right now, Adams, I, who knows when Adams is coming back? Yeah. We don't know. Really? really who knows at all? And you got it Josh. Might be a few more weeks. Yeah, Josh Gordon now with the knee, too. Like, I was counting on him to do something with Adams going down. So, yeah, okay. I have Odell and Hopkins, but Odell hasn't done anything this year either outside of one game against the Jets. And you said so, you're starting to Walton and Tate this week? Yeah, I have and to. They combined for one point this week. Yeah, I, I mean, I have to. I have to start yeah, I mean, them. I don't have, have any choice. Yeah, so, yeah, that's, yeah. What, that's, what, that's the problem. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I set my lineup this week. I was like, oh god, is Herndon is Herndon back this week? No, he's no. hurt. He's out this week. That's what I'm saying. If, if Herndon was playing, he'd be in my lineup right oh my now. Goodness. But he's out as well. So that's what I'm saying. Like my, I've been killed. Like I picked up in we, we do a dispersal draft. I took C.J. Mosley in the second round because yeah, I, I was that. like, dude, he's gonna be legit. He's played one game, but granted, he got me 16 points in that one game. But ever since then, I've had nothing. Now, I, again, I kind of lucked into getting Shaq, or Shaq Barrett, not Thompson. I wish I had Shaq Thompson. 
Shaq Barrett because JJ dropped him, who's still a top. He's been a top ten uh, IDP player for us. But yeah, I mean, yeah. My, my depth he's is hurt. Oh, hell yeah. I'm I'm not expecting going into the season everything healthy. I honestly thought it was going to be me and JJ. I'm. I'm going to make the playoffs because of how top heavy the league is right now. Yeah. But I don't feel I can see myself getting knocked out in the first round easily because I yeah. don't think I'm getting a bye. Yeah, I mean, you're the playoffs this year are going to be intense. Yeah, um, it's going to be stressful as It's going to be JJ Ty and you, Matt, probably. No, I, I think I honestly think I'm I'm getting in at like the fourth through sixth seed. I'm not. I don't think I'm making. Well, top I don't know three. if you put my if you saw my notes, but I had you as tied for second with JJ. Yeah, that's what I'm oh, I do have the best now. like three-headed backfield, but you just need to get healthy. When they're healthy, healthy, yeah. Barkley, Chubb, and Elliott can combine for easily seventy points per week. Easy. We say that, but it, so here's my thing because I brought this up on a podcast before. A lot of us lately, or I feel like this year, are still buying into the names on the back of the jerseys, and they haven't been producing. I think Saquon's going to be fine. He's been hurt. Zeke hasn't done much, and I've been the biggest Zeke supporter. Love the kid from obviously a Buckeye. But he really hasn't done much for the Cowboys this year. I'm worried. They, they've been using Pollard more often. With Gallup doing what he's done, taking a step forward, if you really look at it, Zeke's taking a step back in receptions as well, which is what his biggest thing was last year, catching almost 80 balls. With with Gallup coming back and coming on, when Gallup was out, Zeke was catching balls. Gallup comes back in, Zeke's already going back down and not catching anything. So Zeke scares me. I don't think it's going to happen, but you mentioned it earlier. What happens when Hunt comes back in two weeks? Is Chubb still going to be the guy? Because if that doesn't happen, all of a sudden Chubb drops down too. Devontae Adams has made it sound like he's going to be out the rest of the fucking year. For the Browns' sake, if they have any kind of playoff run, I think that will determine it. If they're not, then who knows? Well, I agree, but that's the thing. We, I, I, I loved the guy last year. Freddie Kitchens is, is coaching like a fucking idiot this year. Yeah. So I can't trust in Chubb now. I can't trust in Baker, and I can't trust in Odell. Well, I'm just saying, if you get in a playoff game, I think the three of those could easily combine for 60, 70 points. They could, but I don't have any faith that they will. And with Adams, I don't know. He's got a – this is the same injury, and I can't remember who it was, that they ended up costing somebody the whole year last year. It was A.J. Green. Green. It yeah. was A.J. Green. Green. He came back and played one game and then was out again the rest of the year, and that's what they're saying is what's going on with Man, Adams. It's his ankle, right? No, it's his toe. toe. He's got that oh, turf toe thing. Turf to- oh, so when that injury happened, I thought he broke his foot. I really did. The way his foot yeah. backwards – I was there's no way he didn't break his foot. So I wonder if it's actually something else that they're not telling us. I mean, it um, might be. From everything I read, they were saying that it's exactly like the injury that Green had last year. And that's what happened is Green got hurt. He missed like four or five games, came back and got hurt again, and that next game was out the rest of the season. Yeah. He didn't come back and play. And that's what I'm worried is going to happen with Adams. I wonder if they're just being overly cautious with him. Their Packers are – First in the north. Yeah, uh, they're cruising right now. They're cruising. I mean, why rush him back? You don't need to. You play the Raiders this week. Yeah, they're on a two-win streak, whatever. But it, Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. He's going to he's gonna pull something out of his ass. He's a magician. Um, so why why rush Brandon? He's got the refs on his team, too. So yeah, too. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about the refs this year. It's yeah. just, it is. It's bad. It's just insane. Um, but, I mean, why rush him back? I bet you if it was playoff time, he, he'd be in. Um, well, let's hope so. Switching sports real quick, you know, Stanton. Why is Stanton not playing? Because it's hurt. Is he? Yeah, it's playoffs. You're DH and you swing him back three times. Yeah, but that's a little bit. That's a little bit different. Anyway, sorry, I don't really care about that. I'm just <laughs> yeah. Throw that out there. Um, but as far as your death goes, I mean, you're gonna be fine. I know people aren't we'll performing. See. Like it's also the bi- it's also the bye week, Kevin. 
like stretch yeah. to where it's like you have an important bye week almost every week for the next like few weeks. It looks like you have Chubb off and you have Elliott off next week and you have Barkley off in a few weeks. So you're going to be forced to play Burkhead or Walton or one of these other receivers, maybe Tate. So, I mean, I can, I can feel that, but. My biggest flaw in fantasy is bye week. I never look at it. I don't ever pay attention to it because I don't care. Elliot is a he looks at that stuff in and out. I mean, see, he, I don't because like in, in in the league that we did your new one this year, I have like a bunch of people like half my team is off in, in week eight, and my whole thing was I don't care because okay, so I'm gonna suck for one week, but then I have my studs the rest of the season, so why yeah. do I care? So I don't necessarily. There's no wrong way to look at bye weeks, but for me, I personally don't look at it. Like, it, it is what either, it is. But, like, this week, it, both of us. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's fucking assist you yeah. and me. It, it's bad. It, it's really bad. Um, I don't know if I need to start looking at it going forward, but, it, yeah, it's killing me. But, again, you're fine. You're, you're, we'll see. You have a lot more faith you, in my you, team right now than I do. Even if you don't have Devontae Adams for the rest of the year, which I don't think that's going to be the case. I don't know. Like, you still got would you be surprised if Barkley went for twenty touches and a buck fifty and two touchdowns? Barkley's gonna go off this week. And then, well, yeah, the same thing for the Redskins. The, um, Who are they playing? Cardinals. I forgot. Cardinals. Oh yeah, Cardinals are horrible against the the Reds. I don't. I'm not. I'm not saying I won't beat Dan this week. I just don't have that much faith in my team moving forward. With what what I've seen from Ty and JJ and their players, I, I have more faith in them because their people are actually performing than my team. Let's talk about a Bears team, the last playoff oh, team. Hold on, let me backtrack one thing. Yeah. Do you think if the, the Packers happen to be 12-4? One loss going into the fantasy championship yeah. weeks that they hold Adams back? Yes, they will. I think they will. I think they will, too. So I, I just think that's something for you to look at, like, long-term. Oh, well, yeah. That's, short-term for this year. That's been another concern that I've brought up. I said the same thing. We saw them do it with Zeke last year. Yeah. The Cow- now, it doesn't look like that's going to happen now, but at the beginning of the season, I was like, if the Cowboys are that far up, they might end up sitting him in games that matter to me. Yeah. So I, I, I got it. That's what, another thing. So I potentially might not play again this year. Yeah, that's I honestly concerning. don't think he will. You say that. I know they're cruising, but that they, the NFC North – is the strongest in the It NFL. is. It's but, but tough right now. That, but saying that, 10-6 and six might win the division. I, and not I even that. So. They've already got a clean sleep. Yeah, they're already 5-1. They're 3-0 in the division and 5-1. Yeah, but the Vikings are right behind them. By a game. Yeah, but it's a game. It's still a game. Yeah. 10-6 um, and six may not even get you a wild card this year. But for that division, I, I'm saying that there might be some weird wins and losses going down the road to where 10-6 might be beautiful to win the division. I think eleven and five or twelve and four wins that division. That's only I one game. <laughs> All right, James Bears team. I'm sorry, I won the last team in the playoffs. So Red James Bears team, Red Lives Matter, sitting it's at four and two. Ooh, Scott Jackson. I love <laughs> he, uh, Jackson this year. He he's been right. There. I think he he's missed the playoffs one year. The only two teams that have made the playoffs every year in our league so far were Elliott and JJ. That looks like that streak will break probably for Elliott this year. Yeah. But JJ. JJ, well, let's be honest. It should have broke for JJ last year. Yeah, we had a flukiness. Yeah, we had a thing go down in our league last year with an owner quit mid year, so we had to change up some things. JJ technically should not have made the playoffs, but he did. Uh, James has only missed it once, as have I. Looks like James has a really good shot of making it in. QB's uh, is anchored by Lamar Jackson, who, regardless of what you think of him passing, has just been killing it on the ground. He's got Melvin Gordon. Might be his best running back is Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Melvin Gordon and Derrick Henry at running back. Wide receivers, 
good if, if Landry's healthy and Hill can still produce with more Boyd, John Brown, Cobb. Teddy Ginn, Tyree Kill, and Jarvis Landry has Ebron and Hawkinson at his tight end. Uh, and has a couple good players on his taxi squad as well in A.J. Brown, Paris Campbell, Deontay Johnson, Darrell Henderson, and Damian Harris. What is your take on his team, Elliot? I am shocked that he only has four running backs on his lineup, and one's not even playing for an NFL team. Yeah. I think he needs to make a move for a running back like ASAP. Um, I love Jackson. I think he's going to be number one or two quarterback this year. Uh, I think he needs to make a move for maybe a tight end two or just kind of help one of those two guys pans out the rest of the year. But Hill needs to uh, be Hill for the rest of the year. Langer needs to be Langer the next year for the rest of the year. And I think I think we'll be fine. But I think he does need just another running back just for depth and other purposes to, to keep him afloat to going into playoffs this year. What about you, Dan? I know that if we were playing a was it Superflex yeah. League, he'd be winning right now with <laughs> Lamar Jackson and Dak Prescott. Um, I'd be playing those guys every week. Um, yeah, I mean, CJ Anderson, I, I don't know if he's hoping for him to come off the couch again, you know, for some playoff team. Um, I, I'd definitely drop him for sure. Um, he's got Deontay Johnson on the, on the taxi. I'd probably – drop CJ and, and bring up Deontay Johnson, honestly. It, it, he's definitely a keeper. His receivers, you're not going to keep Ted Ginn Jr. next year. You're not going to keep Randall Cobb. So bring up Deontay Johnson. Maybe help you a little bit on the depth chart there. Um, but solid quarterbacks, you know, he's good there. Uh, running backs, Derrick Henry. I know you're not a big guy, a big fan of him. Not he's producing. Elliot hates Derrick Henry. But if I was playing Madden, I was, him as my fullback. I was high. I was high on Derrick Henry. Year. You know, my roommate Jacob, if he wasn't sleeping right now, he would probably bust a nut Derrick Henry. <laughs> he hasn't in literally every single league. I'm not even joking. Um, Melvin Gordon, solid. Um, even if he doesn't stay with the Chargers, which I don't even know. He probably needs to go somewhere else. I, I think if I was the Chargers, I would try to get something for him. You got Eckler. Eckler, honestly, looks better. Looks better than Melvin Gordon, in my opinion. Um, receivers, Tyler Boyd, hit or miss. John Brown is John Brown. I mean, he's kind of just – he's just there. Um, Surprising to see he's only eight points below. Boy. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Um, Tyreek Hill's back and healthy finally. Um, he was arguing, you know, with, with the coaches. and He wasn't getting a – I don't think he had a first-half touch on Thursday. Yeah, I think that's right. Started bitching to the coaches, and then what do you do? Caught a nice pass from Matt Moore. Yeah, took it for – We were out for a touchdown. 55 yards or so like that. Did a little drumline celebration. Tyreek Hill's solid. He's going to be solid. Jarvis Landry, I know, Matt, you're you know big Browns guy. He's hit or miss, man. He's, he's, he's a, a good wide sol- receiver he's three. He's a solid receiver. Why, why does it have to be three? Who's two? I'm talking about on his team, oh, on James's team. He's a solid wide receiver three. Itself, no, like, no, no. He's a solid wide receiver three for James's team. That, that's all you need. I mean, he, for James's team, he's a perfect flex. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's, he has the wide receiver two upside. I'm not saying he's a wide receiver too. I mean, he's wide receiver too upside, a guy you can throw in your flex every week. Yeah. You'll be happy if he gets you seven, eight points. So a lot of times you're not getting that from your flex. So, I mean, I don't think Landry is the end-all, be-all, but he's produced better than Odell this year. Uh, yeah, uh, technically. Um, uh, not technically. I've watched every game, buddy. He's well, I understand, but fantasy-wise, he hasn't. Yeah, well, I, that's what we're talking about here. We're not talking about that's true. I forgot, yeah, to, point out, team. I forgot to point out a second best player, Patriots defense. Well, yeah, that does help. Patriots defense is carrying 133 points. Lester's league right now. 
quite amazing. I mean, they're averaging a touchdown a week, I feel like. Um, Eric Ebron would have been, he'd probably be double points right now. He's at 30.1 for the year. He'd definitely probably be 65-70 if Andrew Luck was there. I think he's droppable. I'd drop him? Droppable. If you drop him, I'm picking him up right away. Um, All right. Get happy for four points. <laughs> hey, why not? Well, he's about to trade Darren Waller, so he needs a backup. <laughs> he might need to run, yeah. So, TJ, what, did, what was his very first game? He 20-something. Like like and then, uh, so, he scored 18 points the rest of the year. 22-week one. Still tied in 14 on the year, though. I say yeah, I know, but and you know what? He's, no, and he's got good depth. The so. one thing you can say there too is he dropped touchdown last week. He had it in his hands, I, and he did drop it when he hit the ground. Let's so not, let's not talk about I'm just that. saying. He, I mean, what a, he, let's not talk about that. Okay, sorry, my bad. Yeah, just bring that up. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I appreciate it. I saw it. Um, but I mean, it's still good depth to me. I know, I know. Elliot says he would drop Ebron, but I still, I would still keep on Ebron. Um, as far as everything else, I mean. I, He's the last playoff team? No, I am. He's oh. just sitting right outside. I, I haven't tried to stay in my playoffs, Ron. He's, he's a whopping five points behind me. So I don't know if he makes playoffs. Okay, interesting. Well, we'll say here, here's the thing. So I know you guys are saying Andy's going to sneak in. I don't think Andy's sneaking in. Andy's in. We were talking about Renfro. Who we'll oh, get to Renfro's too important. Yes. Um, I don't think he's sneaking in. So honestly. Well, don't give away all the playoff discussion yet. We're going to get to that in a minute. Golly, dude, you're horrible oh, at this wow. shit. That's a lateral tease right there. We're gonna, why do we think Renfro might make it in the playoffs? Well, what I was going to say Christ. is it's going to be between... <laughs> it's going to be between me and Red Lives Matter, honestly, I think, for the last playoff spot. Okay, interesting. Is, is my take. Um, and I'll leave it at that. That's a little tidbit teaser. There you go. Okay. Well, next up is Matt Renfro's team. As I, as I mentioned, one of the only teams that has not made the playoffs uh, in our league throughout the entirety of it so far. Sitting at 2-4, and four, I think he actually has a really stacked team. He just really hasn't. I mean, Leonard Fournette coming on is helping him out this year for sure. He's uh, got Sean Watson, Newton, Barber, Fournette, Dontrell Hilliard, Sony Michelle, TJ Yeldon, Dare. I don't even know how to say his last name, but he the, the receiving back. Oh, for the, there we go. That was close enough. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, his wide receivers, Robbie Anderson, Brandon Cooks, Adam Humphreys, Alshon Jeffrey, Paul Richardson, Adam Thielen, got Ertz at tight end. Uh, and then his taxi squad, he's got a couple good players on there. I would promote Devin Singletary and Curtis Samuel, but he's yeah, got both of them. Samuel. And then Justice Hill and Miles Gaskin. Rodney Anderson was a great pick, in my opinion, by him. I think he's going to do something a couple years, but injured again, so maybe not. Uh, what's your take on his team, Dan? Um, I don't like Cam Newton. Well, he's got Deshaun Watson. Cam Newton don't I, matter. Would you drop Cam Newton? No. Not in a league like this, just because having that guy as your second quarterback, yes, I think it's just know, fine. Ain't him, boys. 4-0 now. Kyle Allen's not going to stay there. He's not going to Wally Pip him. He, what's going to happen is they're going to be like, Cam Newton's not fully healthy yet until yeah. Kyle Allen, Allen loses like three games in a row. They're like, Cam Newton's good to go, guys. Kyle Allen has an interception. Exactly. Like, all right, all right, sorry. And then Cam Newton's going <laughs> to Superman in right Cam out Newton on the field. three interceptions. All right, yeah. you're good. I mean, just put McCaffrey at quarterback. You can do it all. Exactly. Oh, right. So. <laughs> Um, I would definitely drop Don Trail uh, Hilliard for yeah. Singletary. Fuck Hilliard. Uh, okay. Sorry, I'm done, sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. I would definitely drop Hilliard for Devil Singletary, and I would play Singletary for Ned and Sonny Michelle and ride that wave all the way to the end of the road. That's just my opinion. Um, I think oh, we all agree. Curtis Daniel, um, 
Let's see who we drop here. Paul Richardson. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. We'll guy. see. Uh, the one, Samuel, maybe, maybe Humphreys. The one thing I know, uh, I think Adam Humphreys is going to have a big week this week. Stop. But against Tennessee's defense? He plays on Tennessee. How is he playing the defense? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Sorry. But he does have – okay, my, here's my whole thing. He has Ryan Tannehill now as his quarterback. What does Tannehill oftenly target? His slot wide receiver. Where is Adam Humphreys playing? Slot wide receiver. He's not throwing it to A.J. Brown or Corey Davis because he can't throw it more than 10 yards. Tannehill's got to get the cobwebs out of his shoulder first. Uh, he looks better than Marcus Mariota did last week. I mean, look at his stats. Humphreys has broken eight points once this year. I don't know if he does it again this year. Maybe once. Well, that's an hour league. If you look in full point PPRs, he's been double digits the past three weeks. Yeah, but for our league, I, I think it's droppable. I would definitely. Well, regardless, him. the one thing I'll say on Renfro and not promoting Curtis Samuel is he doesn't need him right now. He really doesn't. Yeah, well, he's wide receivers. two and four. With Anderson back, receivers. With Anderson back, he's got Cooks. He's got Thielen. Because we starting those three yeah. every week. So is it because we're only increasing keepers by two? To me, it makes a little bit more sense keeping Curtis Samuel down this year. Now, if, if he loses, say, Brandon Cooks and Robbie Anderson, you're doing it. If yeah, you want to make yeah, a playoff. No, I completely agree. But I'll, with this stack, this is wide receiver right cores. I'd leave Curtis on. Now, Singletary, fuck that. Drop half your running backs. You don't need them. Yeah. I, Promote Singletary. Singletary would hands down. That's, that's always been my biggest complaint about Renfro is I feel like he plays too much for the long run sometimes and not so much for the here and now. If he promotes Singletary up, I think he's it's Singletary and Fournette, and you're benching Sony. And I, and I think Sony's in for a good second half. Singletary's going to go off this week, I think. So you've yeah. got to play him, in my opinion, him and Fournette with as good as Fournette has been. Play all three, Sony and Fournette yeah. and, and Singletary. And then for your receivers, you're playing Cooks and Thielen. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what, what I would do. do. Yeah. I'd almost all start Robbie Anderson, too. I wouldn't this week. As long as Sam Darnold's there, I think not Anderson a, has Not options. against Gilmore. That's the one thing it's, I'll give the Patriots, Patriots defense. Man. Stephon Gilmore. But I if think he, all he needs is one catch. True. Okay, but here's the one thing I'll say. Stephon Gilmore has shadowed Robbie Anderson the last three times they played. You know how many how many stats he has? I know because I had to look this up yesterday. No idea. Seven catches for 40 yards and one touchdown. Wow. In the past four matchups. Wow. Stephon Gilmore has shut him down. So I love Robbie Anderson. Now that Darnold's back, not this week. I'm avoiding yeah, him at all possible this week. I agree. I wouldn't play him at all. Um, but if he wants to get into the playoffs, he needs to make some moves. And he needs yeah. To well, I don't think it's, he needs to get Singletary up there. I think that's it. Because yeah. outside, outside of Sony struggling, if he can get a guy like Singletary in who showed those first two weeks he could be good, I mean, I think he's in set because he's got those wide receivers. So I think he's good. He's got decent tight ends. Like, I, I think that's why I agree with Elliot. I think he could be a sneak in for, for the playoffs. He needs some magic, but he could easily make it happen. Yeah. Not I mean, he should right be now, me, but he shouldn't be me. with his team right now, he's not. Yeah, that's because he needs to make moves. Like he has, but he has the ability to make those moves. It's not something where Andy needs to make a trade. He has the, the targets within his own organization right now, to put it that way. All right, next up, Matt Stack. I'm really surprised he's sitting at one and five. I actually thought he had a, a semi-decent team um, here right there with you. coming into the season. Uh, made the trade for Julio Jones uh, early in the season. Josh Allen and Rodgers at quarterback. Howard, Kamara, Deion Lewis, LaShawn McCoy, Adrian Peterson, Jeff Wilson at running back. Philip Dorsett, Larry Fitzgerald, T.Y. Hilton, Julio Jones, and Robert Woods at wide receiver. Mark Andrews at tight end with Will Disley. And then... Uh, his taxi squad, not bad. I mean, Naheem Hines looked good last year, hasn't done much of anything this year. And then Kiki Kuti's had one good game. What, what are your guys' thoughts on his squad? I'll jump in and say he's got plenty of receivers that are veterans. I feel like he needs to maybe make a trade away here. Uh, I, I know I traded him Julio this year, 
keep him around for a bit, maybe kick Woods, maybe look at trading Dorsett and or Hilton, or maybe even trade Woods. I think he needs to make some kind of trade away. He needs McCoy to step up and AP to step up. Who would you trade? Okay, so you're saying make a trade, but for what? Running back or a tight end? I don't think he needs a tight end um, necessarily. I don't even think he probably needs a running back. Yeah, maybe, maybe like a yeah, combo, that's, combo that's to better his running back or maybe get just a body at running back. I, I think th- this is the time of year for every year in Dynasty that if you're in a player run, this is the time to make a trade just for a body. I've done it. The, the few runs I've made, I, I've made trades to just get a body. It's not something I necessarily need, but I just make it a trade knowing going into playoffs I need a body just in case somebody goes down. True. But, I mean, even going into playoffs, obviously Camaro will be fine once Breeze comes back, but who's his number two? I have no idea. Yeah. George Howard. I mean, it's got to be York right now, but. Yeah. Um, I mean, literally, his RB2 is, is George Howard. Um, his taxi squad, Matt, I, I know you're saying it wasn't bad, but it, it's terrible. Yeah, um, I think it's pretty bad. I say he's, he's outside of me. That's why I only mentioned two players. That's what I'm saying. Like, Mackie Hines. Was good, but, but think, given, given the trades he's done, he's had no like no draft. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. He, he he's got had Julio, no draft he, got, he got Andrews out of his some trades, which was solid. He's got what probably a well, five tight end. Fuck, let's not talk about the Andrews trade because that was with me. That was a dumbass trade. Well, what I'm heart. saying, he got a top five tight end, a top five receiver out of some trades. Well, I know I had Kittle, but I gave up a second round pick to get fucking Hakeem Butler, and and I gave he's, up Andrews. I meant to own it. Mention that he's gonna. Oh. I love Hakeem Butler, dude. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love Hakeem Butler, but if I'm looking at it now and I'm like, dude, I could have Kittle, Herndon, and Andrews at tight end. Hey, guess who would be? Hey, hey, Andy. Hey, Andy. <laughs> what do you think? Andrews for for a first round pick next year. Let's 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 make some magic happen here. Like that's my whole point. Bad trades have fucked me in this league. That's the problem. Well, that's your own fault. I agree. Back to Sack, though. I think the biggest problem is is quarterback. He doesn't have a quarterback over 100 points yet. A Rod's been yeah. kind of. Surprising for fantasy purposes. You look at his stats, he's averaging, what, 16 and a half a game? Yeah. Which you kind of anticipate more, but he's, he's solid across the board. But yeah. Allen's got a bye week. He's averaging almost 19 a game. It's almost like Allen's a better fantasy play than. Allen is a better fantasy play. He's a top 10 quarterback. Yeah. No, I would definitely well, play Allen. If Allen didn't get knocked out and miss a game, too, I guarantee you he, he would be over 100 points. I mean, he got knocked out in that Patriots game. They yeah. probably, in all honesty, the Bills probably beat the Patriots in that game if Allen's still in there. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, as far as I mean, he's one. You say he's, you're surprised he's one five. I, I can maybe what two other wins. Yeah, maybe. but still okay. But you still you're sitting there at what at, at three and two. You're in the playoff hunt now. You're above Renfro. You're you're one game out. That's the whole point. He's not making. He wouldn't make playoffs with this team anyway. Um. <laughs> well, here's the one thing I'll say. Well, you guys said Jordan Howard. I actually think Michelle McCoy is his best running back right now. With with the way the Chiefs ran the ball in the second half when Mahomes got knocked out, Lashawn McCoy is an RB two for probably the next three or four weeks. Now after that, I don't know. Are they going to use Lashawn McCoy like that every game? Though they have been using but, but him though. To be three games back, already in standings and, and oh yeah, he's got no shot that now. In the playoffs, it's, yeah. it's going to be a perfect world. I'm going to say right now, I don't think Stack, you, Kevin, or Amanda have any shot whatsoever making the playoffs. I concur. And and I think Renfro's an outside shot. Like it, it, what what Dan's saying Renfro about Stack, Renfro can do, but he's a perfect world. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what what he's saying but about he's got, Stack. He's got, he's got the go points on him too, and it's high rigor. Yeah, Renfro Renfro's got more points than me. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So Renfro's been up there. His is. 
this is me a couple years ago when I was third in league in points, but I was like fucking five and something. Like I just was playing the best team every single week and losing. Yeah. And that well, was the problem. And that's what's going on right now. Yeah, it's not it's not been good for him. Let's see, who's next up? Kevin. Oh Kevin. Kevin at one and five. <laughs> Kevin is Kevin. I love Kevin, man. So it's funny because He beats you. The first year he didn't beat me. He didn't beat me. The first year he was the best team in the league. Like he went eleven and two. Really? I didn't yeah, you weren't here to get. He had the All most. All I remember is he had AP, and that's like he had, AP's no, he had last, Adrian Peterson, last good year. Uh, his comeback season? Yeah. He had Mike Evans. He do. He had a loaded team before he traded everybody. Wait, because he got in, but he got knocked out in the first well, round he, by he you. Also, he also messed up his first, I'm sorry, the second rookie draft and took yeah. back to back QBs. Yeah, it's a golf, and I don't remember who else came out of the year with golf. I'm I'll never forget that. that. He just got up and was like, all right, I'll meet y'all later. I was like, yeah. all right. Yeah, it was that. But uh, but he's also been trying to rebuild. Uh, his team is not bad wide receiver-wise. His running backs are god-awful. And the Ronald Jones pick last year didn't help him. I, honest, I can't fault him on that, though. And Darius Geis. Yeah. Darius Geis has been hurt. Like, if Ronald Jones turned out to be what everybody thought he was going to be and Darius Geis was healthy, he would have a good team, I think. I, that's why I think, I, I think next year, if they can both come back with a vengeance, I think he'll do some damage. Well, let, let's run off this team real quick before you. He, he took. I would just go back to his drafts. I think that year he took Geis and John Ross, right? No, no, he took Geis and Jones back to back. He had. I had one with Barkley, and then oh, he had two, two and three. Yeah. No, no. A couple years ago, yeah, he yeah. took. He had three first round picks. Yeah. He took John Ross, John. OJ Howard, and I don't remember who the yeah, other and was. He got screwed over by injuries in the game. Yeah, because that that's when I was like, why the fuck would you draft a tight end and a top six picks? I, like I, I know OJ Howard coming out was like getting all kinds of rave reviews and everything. I was like, but you don't draft a tight end early. Like, that's just my opinion. But, yeah, so run, run, we'll run through his team real quick, and then and then I'll let you jump on it here, Dan. He's got Goff at quarterback, Breida, Hyde, Jones, and Jamal Williams at running back, Keenan Allen, Amendola, Chris Conley, Crowder, Corey Davis, Cooper Cup, Demarcus Robinson, and then his tight end is Darren, Darren Fells, and then a Darius Geis on his injured reserve. Uh, and, I mean, outside of DJ Moore, nothing on, on his taxi squad. I like Bryce Love, but he's going to be out all season. I do like that he took Bryce Love, though. Uh, in case Geis never comes back, I do think Bryce Love could be end up being the lead back for Washington. Well, what's your take on his team, Dan? Well, one, he needs another quarterback and he needs another tight end. Um, well, tight end more. The quarterback, you're going to grab somebody off the waiver wire. Would be my assumptions what it's going to do. He's throw a bye available week. on the waivers now. Well, now you're going to have a couple because JJ's going to drop the four he picked up. Rita, with Tevin Coleman coming back, yeah, Rita's touches and points are going to go down. Yeah. Um, I, and I'm okay with that because Coleman in another league. Yeah, who, knows, yeah. who knows who gets the touches there anyway? I, like I, I, I think Coleman's going to get the rushing, yeah. but Breed, I think, is still going to get some receiving work. And, it's, it's, and then Buster comes in and gets two touchdowns. Like, you gonna have no be, idea. It's going to be hit and miss with both of them, but at this point, it doesn't matter. Like He's not making the playoffs, so I think for him it doesn't matter that much. If I were Kevin, I'd be doing everything I could to lose every single week. Because this running back class is going to be so loaded, I want one of the best picks I can get. With so his, that's what I'd be doing if I was his draft luck, I wouldn't. Well, again, back and the guy's going to break his leg. Yeah, he's preseason game. He's the top boss <laughs> of running backs, is the way to put it. Yeah, he's he's not had great luck in running backs. That's for sure. Um, Carlos Hyde, I really like Carlos Hyde. Uh, he's starting to pick it up a lot. Ronald Jones is kind of hit or miss. Jamal Williams had a huge game against Detroit. Um, 
I, I see him with, you know, all the receivers being out. I see him definitely gaining some more points in there, getting more play time. Um, Keenan Allen, solid. I mean, I know, I know you just talked about him being, you know, shadow and whatnot. Sorry, my dog's whining. Um, <laughs> Keenan Allen is, is a stud. Um, Chris Conley, kind of disappointment. Jameson Crowder, kind of disappointment this year. I think Crowder would be good, though, now that Darnold's come back. Right. Like, he – did you, he put up good points last week when in game. The great Cowboys defense that you. Well, I'm just saying if you okay, but the Bills defense too. Look at what he did in Week One against the Bills and with the Cowboys last week with Darnold in there. Outside of Darnold being there, I think Crowder sucks. With Darnold being there, I think he's a mid tier wide receiver too. We'll see. Um, I, I'm obviously, gonna, obviously not this week, but I know you said his back end schedule is going to be. Really yeah, their back end schedule for the Jets is like it's they play one, they play the Patriots. That's it. Everybody else is like. Bottom eight defenses. It's bad. We'll see what Corey Dolphins Davis. twice in that time too. Yeah, we'll, it's, we'll see what Corey Davis does with Tannehill at the at the range of the offense. Huber Cup solid. Yeah, solid, solid, solid. Um, Demarcus Robinson's kind of like a Nico Harmon, like Tyreek Hill. They're kind of yeah, but he's 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 more of a filler on his yeah. roster. He's not a guy you're playing every week. True. Um, I mean, his team doesn't show that he's one in five. He should not be one in five. I don't know. I haven't looked at his schedule. Um, nah, he beat me a couple weeks ago. I can tell you that. Well, I mean, you suck anyway. There's one win. My team does suck. There's one win, yeah. <laughs> one win. Uh, uh, what was that, two weeks ago? Because Brita went off for like a – all I needed, I was like down five points and had Baker, Chubb, and Odell going, and Brita goes off for that like 80-yard touchdown. It's over. <laughs> he won. Um, I think he should be better one of five. I mean, again, a couple more wins in my opinion. Um, going forward, like you said, he has – he has a uh, Bryce level on IR right now yeah. on his taxi. Definitely could be good. I don't know if you bring up DJ Moore. I wouldn't. No, same the same argument I made for Renfro. I'd, I'd make for him here with DJ Moore. I just leave him down right now. There's no point in bringing him He's up. He's his third best receiver. In my opinion, if I'm Kevin again, I know it sucks donating because I'm doing that in pigskin right now. You're playing to lose right now. You want the best yeah. draft pick you yeah, can get. Yeah, I was gonna say honestly, in his position right now, I would look at trading one of his four running backs because you know somebody else could use some debt. All right, so next up we've got Elliott's team, which is also sitting at one and five again. You two time champion, so you know you you got your your money's worth it's out of some of your players, but it's you down here. jumped and bought all into the rebuild this offseason. Got exactly. Philip uh Philip Rivers, Royce Freeman, Kareem Hunt, Mark Ingram, Rashad Penny, Jalen Samuels at wide receiver, Aguilar, Allison, Beasley, Evans, Zay Jones, Debo Samuel, Jared Cook, Hunter Henry, Delaney Walker at tight end. You got Funches and Big Ben on your IR. And you got a pretty good taxi squad as well. Reichel Armstead, Nikhil Harry, Mike Asicki. We'll see what he we, what he turns out to be. And then Kyler Murray and Mitch Trubisky as well. Uh, I'll let you go first, Dan, and give uh, your thoughts on Elliott's team. Why have you not promoted Kyler? Just because you're tanking? No need for him with Rivers. Rivers sucks. Rivers is more solid than Murray, though. I mean, as Murray's outscored him by like yeah, 20 points. Yeah, not fantasy wise. Uh, th- 27 to be exact. I, I wouldn't promote him either just because you're 1 of 5. And yeah, I have no, I have no, I have no desire to promote him. But what would you start? What would you. So how, how many have you lost in the row? Probably three or four. So you started 1 of 1? Yeah, but Murray wasn't putting up the – he looked good week one and two, but he didn't start doing the rushing till weeks three, four, and five. That's what's really boosted him. I don't know if that would have helped you win some games, though. I would say Murray's only broke 23 games. 
Week one, week five, and six. Uh, anyways, um, running back, you need help. I know you get rid of Todd Gurley, which I would have done too if I was in your position. Um, I'm holding on to Kareem Hunt in another league for sure, uh, the other league that we're in. Yeah, I have high hopes for him. I, I, I honestly hope that he re-signs with somebody else yeah. next year, but they have a weird contract for him. Yeah, not even, so, not even with Cleveland. Just I would definitely hold on. Real quick, I just want to say with him what, what you're pointing out, because they have a thing on here. If he was using Kyler Murray, he would have won two other games, so he would be sitting at two and three right now. Two, it, uh, would be two and four? Three, three and two. Yeah, sorry, three and two, yeah. Three and two, but... We've well, got six games, though. Yeah, so, so wait, three and three. Three and three? Three and three, yeah, three and three. Math is hard. Yeah, math <laughs> is not my strong suit. Three and three. You'd be sitting at three well, and three. Well, I, right I would have beat Dan last week if I played Hunter Henry, who I didn't think was going to play much at all. And, you if, have? I, and if I would have switched my defenses, I, I would have beat you. And then I want to say somebody beat me by, like, two so or three because points. because Juju got me 1.2 points. Yeah, so yeah. That's why he would have beat me. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, you're rebuilding. I mean, your running backs are terrible. Uh, Richard Penny. And I had ho- high hopes for Penny. We'll see. I mean, it's year two, but we'll see. I'm, I'm with you. I'm he's still hoping on to something, but we'll see. He's not doing anything. Um, receivers, who do you have? Mike Evans. Yeah. You have Mike Evans, and, and that's it. Debo I'm, I'm high on Debo for, for the next few years. We'll I'm see. hoping he plays that um, Z spot for Shanahan. Yeah, we'll definitely see. Hunter Henry, I, I drafted him originally. We traded him. Uh, yep. traded him away. Kind of be nice to have Hunter Henry and Travis Kelsey and Darren Waller, but you know, it is what it is. I'm stupid sometimes. Um, I mean, you could have given up uh, James Conner for Kirk Cousins. Yeah, well, you know. But I do want to point out that trade's happened. That's I do happened. want to point out that I just now promoted Hunter Henry and traded for him two years ago. Yeah. So well, last year he's got to be a combined like ten points in two years. You weren't going to tra- you weren't promote him last year because obviously he got hurt in the preseason. Yeah, so he, yeah, he probably last year. Yeah. yeah. Um, your taxi you got Kyler, of course. You got Nikhil Harry, which we'll see. He's starting. I think he's a bust, but well, he's starting to practice now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He can't so, come back until week nine, though. I think, but yeah, he's practicing. So we'll see. Isabella, I, there's just too many receivers over there. Arizona, I don't know. If he's I, I just like the value where I took him in the rookie draft, just like the third round. Joseki's a big surprise to me. I thought Joseki was going to be really good. I didn't. Uh, well, you know, no one cares about your opinion. I'm just saying uh, that's why I took Mark Andrews, and look where Mark Andrews is sitting. Everybody, everybody bought into Mike Joseki because he blew up the combine. He was a fucking workout warrior, and he's done nothing. That's my. I point. think once he once he finds a consistent quarterback, he'll be okay. Your, your best player is Mike Evans, in my opinion. I was going to say Kyler Murray. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, well, points wise, yeah, but going for is my opinion. Eh, I'd say is. It's Cream Hunt. He's not going to be on Cleveland next year. We've seen he's a top five running back. We don't know where he's going to go. Who's going to want him? He's going to end up in Tampa Bay. I don't want him there. I would. Why? Because we've seen what Bruce Arians does when he actually has a decent running back. You know, I remember what DJ did his first couple years with yeah. Bruce Arians? Yeah. That's what Cream Hunt could be in, in, in Tampa Bay. We'll see. Um, I don't think he's going to be in Cleveland either. I think yeah. everyone knows that. Um, Mark Ingram, I mean Mark Ingram's solid. I I'm, I put him out there. He's on the block. Nobody's interested. If somebody wants to run him back, hit me up. Uh, I got Darren Waller. <laughs> I want pick, I don't want to bodies. I want picks. Okay. Unless it's a young a young young player. I'm not giving you anything. Sorry. Waller, I have no interest in. Okay, well, bye. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, really, I mean, I don't know what to say about your team. You're in rebuild mode, so that's 
in all of opposite. Well, I, 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 go, I try to go receiver heavy in this fast draft, knowing that we're have a running yeah, back heavy in this next draft. That's unlike you. Yeah, this is the first year I've had, what, four or five drafts I've ever drafted a receiver. That's why I want receiver heavy. I, I got Devo, Harry, and Isabella. You're going to have a top three pick. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, he'll, have the, he'll have at least two top fives. Well, and I have three stat, first rounders, but you know how Andy does. Andy's going to be in the playoffs, but he also has stacks coming to him on the trade that him and Elliot did, or him and JJ did, because I have – JJ's getting the better pick out of me and Stack, which looks like it's now going to be Stack, which pick is then going to Elliot for the Todd Gurley trade. So he's going to get Stack's pick as well. Okay. So Stack's okay. likely going to be a bottom five team. So he's going to have two top five picks. It just depends on where these rookies are. Then. Well, I, I had really high hopes for Freeman and Penny this year, and Freeman's looked okay as like a flex, a weak RB2, but Penny has been oh, garbage. Well, if you want to interrupt for live sports, Taylor, did John Taylor year. just fumble? I wouldn't do it because he can't hold on to the ball, apparently. Uh, well, I don't know if you saw my notes, but I think I had Jonathan Taylor as my number one. Well, we'll get to that here in a minute. All right, so nothing else to add on his team. We can wrap up this last. Uh, yeah, I mean, there was a much to I'm not trying to be dig. I mean, just. No, it's rebuilding. It's, it's just nothing yeah, to talk about. There's, there's nothing sexy. We have a wife beater down here. We probably should call the cops. Um <laughs> well, you know what? It's funny because, dude, her her team is not that bad. I think her basically she's just got screwed with injuries this year, and it sucks because she also doesn't, I believe, have her first pick, her her first round pick coming into this year either. So that's going to hurt her even more because she'd have the number one pick yeah, overall. If I remember correctly, she basically had no first round rookie track. No, well, no, no, no she has one. I just don't. I'll have to go back and like look at it. Or no, you know, she does have her first this year. I'm sorry, it was last year they didn't have her. She didn't have a pick at all until the third round. Yeah, that's uh, also good at. But she does have her first round pick this year, which is good for her because she'll be able to get whoever she wants. But again, I think her team is really not that bad. I mean, Tevin Coleman, carry on Johnson, Joe Mixon. I mean. That's Joe solid. Mixon, yeah, that's, that's solid. I, I've that's reached out to her good. multiple times for Joe Mixon. I've like wanted Joe Mixon so bad. Yeah, that, that's good for a running back core right there. I mean, you've got a number one and number two in Joe Mixon and carry on. Then you've got Tevin Coleman to throw in there whenever. That's good. Yeah. Wide receivers, I mean, A.J. Green's been out all year. Deshaun Jackson looked good until he went out. Calvin Ridley, been good. I mean, I've never been a big Sammy Watkins play, fan, but if he's your wide receiver three, that that's golden. Now, she doesn't have really a tight end in Jimmy Graham and Witt. Yeah, both veterans. And then her taxi squad is struggling, but again, that's because she had a third. She had one pick this year. It was a third round pick. Yeah, and she, she still got Dallas Goddard, who I think is a, is going to be a stud tight end in a couple of years, and then that's really it. Jameis Winston, but we don't know what he's going to do moving forward. So I mean, it's a down year for her, obviously, but I really think like she's not that far off of being a contender by next year. I agree. Um, AJ Green, I just don't know. Do you think he gets treated? No, they're saying pretty firmly that he's not moving, and I don't think that. I don't think that he needs to be moved either. We've sh- we've seen he can be relevant in Cincinnati. He just needs to be healthy. That's his biggest problem. He can never stay healthy. Yeah. So I, w- I would look to trade him for her. If if AJ Green stays healthy, she definitely has some solid receivers there. Calvin Ridley only in the second year. Um, I know he had a couple of bad games in a row, but in my opinion, I think he's a, a solid receiver. Yeah. Um, Sanu, he he's a hit or miss guy. Um, well, so he's been on most of this year. She definitely needs tight end help. I yeah. know you said she has got her on the taxi squad. I wouldn't worry about promoting him, obviously, because yeah. she's on six. But if, if anything she needs, she definitely needs tight end help and receiver. Um, that's why we go heavy in, in in the draft next year. Well, so, she has all in one. She's going RB for sure. So, you think so? 
Oh yeah, yeah. I would. It's too. It's too tough. It's, it's too uh, running back heavy. In my she, she could pick just, blindfolded and be happy. I feel like. Where, so I know we're gonna get on rookies later, but yeah. Jerry Judy. Where is he? My thing is your one. Jerry Judy is still sitting one, but it's not as is not as big a gap as it was coming into this year, if that makes sense. Coming into the season, Jerry Judy was one, and there was a big separation. And then for me, it was two as CeeDee Lamb. Now I think it's Jerry Judy, CeeDee Lamb is breathing on his neck. Like, I don't think Judy – if people could tackle CeeDee Lamb's numbers would not be great. Maybe true, but here's my here's my complaints about Jerry Judy. Everybody wants to keep comparing him to Julio Jones. He's not Julio Jones. No, not at all. And everybody keeps saying that he is. If you really go back and look at the – He needs to put on like 20 pounds and run a 4-3. It's not even really that. Good. If you look at his stats, they're not that good. And then you'll have the people make the argument, well, he has Devonta Smith and uh, Jalen Waddell and Henry Ruggs next to him. But yet DeAndre Hopkins had – I don't even remember the teammates he had next to him. And, and Clemson – and I know Sammy Watkins was one of them. DeAndre Hopkins still balled out in college, and he didn't have Deshaun Watson. Like – the the top wide receivers I think still ball out whether who you have who who you have next to you Odell and Landry they didn't do anything because they had, didn't have a quarterback but I, I just I'm not as sold on Jerry Judy as others I'm fine not pick I'd be fine passing on him and taking C.D. Lamb Henry Ruggs Jalen Rager those are the guys that I think are going to be studs in the NFL I know y'all will go running back heavy but it just it also depends on the draft she well three solid young guys she could easily get a receiver at her second all, I'll be honest with you if I were her depending on what picks some other people have, I might be reaching out and be like, hey, let me drop down a couple spots. Let me gather, let me get two first-round picks or a first, second, and a first next year for this number one pick. You know, someone, you know someone wants to move up to probably get Swift or Taylor at the 1-1. Yeah. So you can trade that pick, gather a bunch move of other draft picks. Spots, pick up additional second or Pick up a couple first. picks. She's not far off. Get up a couple picks, maybe trade A.J. Green too. All of a sudden, you're getting a bunch of young talent on top of what you already have. I mean, I honestly think a couple moves she could be a contender next year. Does she? Oh my goodness! Ew, she really is getting this. I mean, I, I don't, don't know. know. Yeah, that I don't, I don't know. know her fantasy experience. Well, That's maybe when she listens to this, she will. Well, she. I know that she's played in one dynasty, or she's playing in one of the dynasties like this, and she's done a ton of redrafts. Okay. This. So I, she, she's she's been dynasty. playing for a long yeah. time, but she is yes new to dynasty. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I I, I agree with you on on. Both y'all's parts as far as her like making a trade, making a splash for the number one overall pick for sure. Um, I, I I still I mean, running back wise she has good depth. Receiver wise just needs some help in my opinion. Yeah. Taxi squad again, one tight end that that's about it. I would promote Jameis Winston if just cause I mean why not? Yeah, I mean I don't think he's staying much longer, so you might well, as well get what you can out of him now. Or try to trade him. I mean she has. G- well, G- Carson Wentz and so I don't think Winston has any value for trading. Well, see, right here's now. the funny thing: JJ actually reached out to her for Winston before I got to him with Cousins. Oh, she wow. didn't respond in time, so that's why he ended up doing the Cousins trade. You're telling me you wouldn't have give if, if I had James Winston? I'd taken Haskins in a second in an instant for James Winston, and yeah. that's what he was offering, and that's what I got that for Cousins. That trade you did, I was just my opinion is kind of like a lose lose. I mean, is Dwayne Haskins ever going to throw the ball? But I don't need Cousins. True. Like I told him, because my thing was, I told him at first, I was like, you know what? No. But then I was like, well, wait, the trade can't go through till next Tuesday anyways. I'm going to, Cousins has been better than Baker. I've still been playing Baker every week because of Baker's upside. I'm playing Baker all season unless he gets knocked out. So I don't need Cousins. I kept Cousins just because I didn't want to go quarterback in the dispersal draft. 
I don't need Cousins. So while my all, in all honesty, I just wanted the second round pick. I've now got three second round picks in next year's draft. Yeah. It's loaded. That's all I wanted. He threw in Dwayne Haskins. He's like, you're a Buckeyes guy. You'll take it right away. Well, fuck yeah. You're going to give me Haskins too. I'll take him. <laughs> but I don't need him this year. I have Baker. I'm good yeah. to go. It'd be interesting to see if Haskins ever throws a football in the NFL. I don't know. I, that, you know what? I'll show you the text message. My first response back to him was, I'm afraid he's going to get Josh Rosen. I understand mm-hmm. that it was Dan Snyder that wants him, and he owns a team, and he's not going anywhere. But I'm seriously worried about it. I could see them drafting a quarterback next year and Haskins doing nothing. I still think Haskins is a talented quarterback. But he needs time. I've always said he needs time. So I, I'm with you. The same thing. I don't need him this year. If he ends up doing nothing, he'll sit on my taxi squad for a couple of years and then whatever. I'll just draft another quarterback or pick somebody up. So back to Amanda's team. Let's just say she has one one and gets the best running back next yeah. year. Whoever it may be. Carry on Mixon, best running back next year. That's so a solid. Let's just say Swift. That's a solid core. Going into next yeah. year. Well, and imagine this too. Okay, so same thing. We're all saying she's going to go running back. Okay, so maybe she turns around and she trades on Johnson or Tevin Coleman next year, knowing that she's got DeAndre Swift. I'll take one of them. There you go. Because she offer, hey, Dan, give me, I'll give you on Johnson for a first-round pick. You're telling me you're not going to do that right now? Oh, I would do that in a heartbeat. So there you that go. That would help me so much too. So that's my <laughs> sure. point. Is like it's She can do a lot of different stuff with her team right now, and, and she's still not that far off. She's not as... For a team that's 0-6, she should, if her team was healthy, I think, I don't know if she'd be in the playoff hunt, but she would definitely have at least a couple wins in my opinion. Yeah, if she had A.J. Green, Sean Jackson, if Joe Mixon wasn't playing behind probably the worst offensive line in the oh, outside of the Dolphins. What was, what was with that suspension? Uh, I don't even know, but they've got like three injuries. Their first round pick of Billy Price a couple of years ago was right the bench, so it's not, their offensive yeah, line has got I need to make some magic happen. It's not as bad as the Browns, too. Yeah, I mean, we're a little bit better. A little bit better. <laughs> Once we get Trent Williams, we'll be fine, but we're we're a little bit better. Right. We don't really need to get off into, into the playoff thing. We've kind of talked about the teams we think are going to be there. I think the biggest disagreement we have is me and, uh, me and Elliot both think uh, Matt has a chance to get into the playoffs, yeah. or you don't, Dan, right? You think he's he's pretty much out of it. It's just between those seven. Yeah, I think, I think Retro has a chance. Uh, so that gives eight teams really fighting for six spots. But I, I think uh, uh, outside of that, there's nobody else. Yeah, I think it's between me and James getting in. At the last spot? Last spot, in my opinion. All right, you brought up a thing you wanted to talk about, Dan, and which wide receiver you'd rather have in Dynasty moving forward. So give us your three options and, and your thoughts on them and, and then who you would pick. Um, so I didn't put these three options down. Elliot did, but I oh, kind of would have. I kind of would have went there anyway. Michael Thomas, Chris Godwin, and Juju. Um, my opinion, it's still Michael Thomas for me. Um, I know he's the oldest of the of the three, um, but Drew Brees. How Drew Brees has what two years left? Three years left? Maybe probably two. Yeah. Teddy Bridgewater can still feed him the ball. Um, who's their Who's their backup right now? Technically, is it Taysom Hill? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I mean, we haven't really seen him. Or Teddy Bridgewater. Bridgewater is signed for two years. Assuming right. well, he so, well, that's what I'm saying. So like, Drew Brees has gone. Whatever. Is it Teddy Bridgewater or is it Taysom Hill? I, I still think Michael Thomas gets the ball. I really do. And um, it, he, to me, he's just the best receiver out of the three. Juju, um, I don't know who he's going to be. We've we've seen him without Big Ben this year, and. He just one. He's not getting the ball fed to him. I, I think he needs to get the ball fed to him, but he's just he's not producing. Chris Godwin obviously is producing, but for how long? Yeah. Um, 
you know, he's still got Mike Evans on the other side. Mike Evans has his big games. Uh, Chris Godwin's had a couple of, what, five-pointers this year, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in my opinion, it's Michael Thomas. Um, in one league, I have Michael Thomas and Chris Godwin, so I'm okay with that. Um, but th- that's that's kind of where I am. I, I, I would I would pick Michael Thomas. What about you, Ellie? I actually have Juju as my number one here. Okay. Just because I think he's three and a half years younger going forward for Dynasty. Uh, I think we'll figure it out with whatever quarterback comes in place as long as it's not a third stringer guy we've never heard of, undrafted type of quarterback. Uh, I think Michael Thomas is more of part of the system with Sean Payton, which I think is fine as long as he's with Sean Payton. He's going to keep getting eight to ten targets a game, five to six catches a game. And I think Chris Godwin is also a product of the system with the Arians, kind of the uh, 1B to the 1A with Mike Evans there. I, uh, I, I like Juju more. It's just uh, the long-term pick here. What, he's 22 and a half, 23 and a half, if I remember correctly? Yeah, he's 22, I think. I think he turns 23 this year in December. Let's see. So I, I, if, if, is, if age is your biggest thing, yeah, 26 to 23, I mean, I know it's a three-year difference, but 26, he's going to play for at least 10, 12 more years. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Juju could be a top 15 receiver, like, say, for the next decade. He could easily do that seven out of 10 years. So could Michael Thomas. So my argument against Juju would be, though, and Michael Thomas is Michael Thomas has proven that he can do it with bad quarterbacks. Juju has yet to show us that. Sure. So you're calling Teddy Bridgewater bad? No, but I'm saying, as in not with Drew Brees. So I mean, my argument right, against Juju, here's my argument Teddy against Bridgewater is miles beyond Mason Rudolph and okay. Hodges or whatever. True, but Teddy Bridgewater last year was not, or when Brees wasn't out last year, was it? it was two years ago? Uh, he wasn't even. I don't even think Bridgewater was on. Bridgewater was still injured two years ago. Yeah. When did, when did he get hurt? Well, regardless, Thomas has proven whatever quarterback is back there, he can play. Part of the system is Sean Payton. Maybe. Okay, so, that, I mean, if that's what you're but is Sean Payton leaving anytime soon? No. Okay. Hopefully the Cowboys. No, right. <laughs> <laughs> because my argument against Chris Godwin would be when Jameis Winston is gone, is he going to get fed the ball as much? So I don't think so. Juju, you can say whatever you want about Mason Rudolph. He still targets him. He's not bringing in the catches. He's, he's, not, he's, not, doing, he's not doing what Michael Thomas does. Michael Thomas does not drop balls. Michael Thomas has a wide range, uh, a wide catch radius. He he does. That's why I picked him over the over the two. Yeah. Um, I mean, you haven't put, put your opinion in Chris Godwin. I mean, kind of. But are you picking Michael Thomas as well over Chris Godwin? No, I would not pick either one of these three. So I, if I had to pick one of the three, I'd pick Michael Thomas. For me, I, I'd be torn between Terry McLaurin and, and Cortland Sutton moving forward. Those would be the two I'd be looking at. Three? Yeah. No way. Corlin Sutton, for me, has already – he's a top six wide receiver right now and doing it with Joe Flacco, who is god-awful. We all noticed that on the game last – what was that, Monday or Thursday night? Yeah, sure Thursday night. Now imagine when they get Justin Herbert there, or I doubt they're getting to it because he's probably going to go top – like Drew Locke? I mean, maybe the one thing I'll say about Drew Locke is he can throw the ball deep. Cortland Sutton has got phenomenal hands. He can catch the ball. We've already seen He's what he can body. do with a really shitty quarterback. I think Cortland Sutton, another thing I'd say about Scary Terry, the same thing. Washington is a fucking dumpster fire. They've been. Yeah. He's sitting at wide receiver 11 right now with 82 points. Yeah. With no good quarterback. I get what you're saying about Thomas He's and Juju. Though. We don't. I want to see what he does next year. I understand that. Okay. Cortland Sutton has, has, has the. 
he's gone over the sophomore slump, like it should be called. So we don't know what Terry's going to be next year. Maybe not, but here's the argument I'm going to make against that. I'm going to go back. I know you weren't here. Our very initial draft for this league, right? Everybody said that same shit about Odell. Guess where I took him? I took him at 1-5 because I said, I think Odell's going to be a playmaker going forward. And everybody said the same thing. Oh, it was just a couple good games. He's not going to do anything. You can just tell when you watch him play out on the field, he, he is an elite wide receiver. And that's just my opinion. I could be wrong on him. But from what I've seen on a such a bad team, you know, you know, if you were a defensive coordinator right now, Washington's coming into your house, you're planning to stop McLaurin, and yet yeah. they still can't do it. Right. That's my point. You, Elliot ended up getting Julio and Gronk at 11 and 12 that year because everybody went younger. Like, that's my point is that Cortland Sutton and – McLaurin, you probably can't get him for cheap now, but they're guys that you could have bought in low. Well, McLaurin's a rookie. So I actually really like McLaurin in the special rookie draft. Yeah. I just didn't know where to take him. So here's my thing. Also, I do I take him second him? round? Do I take him third round? Is he going to fall third round? I was sitting right next to Ty when we were talking about it, or JJ. I can't remember which one I was sitting next to. And as soon as he fell to the second round, I knew Jason was going to take him. Because of him being a Buckeye, and that's what I wanted. Yeah. And Jason took him, and so then I traded up for Stacks pick to get Butler because those were the two that I wanted. I wanted McCorn. But I knew as soon as he fell to Jason, Jason was going to take him. Yeah. He was my number three wide receiver in this class. Nobody talked about him because he wasn't used at Ohio State. And I know they're not same size comparison, but the same person I compared him to coming out yeah, but, was but, Michael but Thomas. Going from college to pros, you're extending – Three or four games, and they're right. also extending potentially 60 targets. But my, Well, yeah, but my point was nobody saw – if you guys go back to the original draft when the Saints got Michael Thomas, they all thought they were being crazy because everybody was talking about the Michael Thomas that went to the Rams because Michael Thomas didn't do anything at the Buckeyes. I mean, yeah, they won – they well, he wasn't even there when they won the national championship. Actually. He didn't do anything because of Urban Meyer's system. Yeah. And that's the same thing I said about Terry McLaurin. If you looked at him at the senior bowl, all the combine stuff, everybody talked about how he's one of the best wide receivers in this class. He was not used the correct way at Ohio State. That's why he fell for so many people. He should have been one of the top wide receivers talked about this last year. That's why I talked about him being up there. Talk about the, the quarterbacks coming out real quick in this 2020 draft. They've got quite a couple guys. Uh, I'll just name them off real quick, and you guys can talk about whoever you want. You obviously got Tua right now is sitting at the top from Alabama. You got Herbert from Oregon, who's my guy. I love that kid. Joe Burrow, LSU has jumped his stock up. I think he deserves to be in that conversation. Jalen Hurts from Oklahoma has been fantastic, but a lot of people still view him as kind of a running quarterback. You got the game manager, Jake Fromm, in Georgia. And the guy I really like, Jordan Love out of Utah State, has all the all the intangibles uh, but does not play on a very good team. Dan, we'll start with you because you were one who wanted to talk about the quarterbacks. What, what are your thoughts on this quarterback class? Oh, and Jacob Eason. I almost forgot. Is that game's on? Eason out of uh, Washington, also a very good uh, quarterback, got kicked out of Georgia because Jake Fromm won that job. Um, yeah, I really, I'm really not high on Tua. I'm really not. I'm right there with you. Uh, he's a lefty. It's not going to happen. Elliot will agree with me on that. He's a lefty. He's a lefty. It's not going to happen. I think Justin Herbert is the number one overall. I'm going to give you a high five right there. Right I fucking love it, dude. I love that call. The sleeper is Jake Fromm. Um, yeah, so I'm not going to give you a high five on that. I'm not that <laughs> the, the only reason he's he's a sleeper is because the type of offense he's in right now. It's pro style offense, so he's going to be he's going to be NFL ready. Yeah, um, I'll give got, you that. He's got the height. He's got the the weight. Um, really, I mean, he just his his. I guess it would be his accuracy. His accuracy is in decision making. That's that's going to be what is what depends on where he where he goes in the draft. 
Um, Eason, I'm not really on Eason. I did not realize Eason was 6'6", though. Yeah, he's um, a big boy. And he can run. They have Kellen Mond here at number five. Uh, yeah, no, no way. Yeah. I would put Jalen Hurts over Kellen Mond all day. Um, and Jalen Hurts, I think, is going to be your sleeper. Uh, today, he went 16 for 17 for 320 yards, three touchdowns, 75 yards. But how much of that? And two touchdowns. Here's my thing. We'll make the same argument uh, Elliot was making for Michael Thomas earlier. How much is that as a production of the system in Lincoln Riley? Because we did not you've see what you've seen what Baker and Kyler have done so far. But the difference with Baker and Kyler, they were both proven throwers before they came to Oklahoma. Jalen Hurts did not do this in, in Alabama. He was a here running quarterback. Right, but now you see him, he can he can But is that a product of the system? That's what I'm saying. Because here's one thing. I, I didn't I didn't get a chance to watch a lot of the Texas OU game because I was in between doing stuff but I was listening to it. But some of the plays I saw how much can you really attribute some of that stuff to Jalen Hurts when CeeDee Lamb breaks three tackles and takes it to the house for a oh, touchdown? Yeah. Well, and How also, often are they wide open and making well, catches? We, we can't talk about the Texas game because Texas' defense has been injured. True. I'm, so, no, no, I'm not trying to say anything bad about Texas, but my point is from some of the games i watched, because with Jalen Hurts being in there in Oklahoma doing what they've done, they've been on TV a lot. So I've watched Jalen Hurts. I've seen many a passes where he's hitting C.D. Lamb, or I cannot remember, uh, Rambo. Rambo, yeah. Wide open. Okay, as, as someone said one time on the NFL Network, any any comparable or any decent quarterback can hit a wide open wide receiver. Okay, but it's how he's hitting them. He's hitting them in stride. It's not like they're waiting for the ball to get them. I mean, I saw Brandon Whedon hit guys and, in stride. I'm not saying, uh, the, the only thing we're talking about, the argument in this is he's just a sleeper in my opinion. I the other sleeper I have is Nate Stanley. Oh, I love see, dude. See, I'm a, we're, we're we're becoming best friends. <laughs> I love Nate, Nate Stanley. Stanley is I forgot of, about him. It's kind of the same system as as yes. Pro style and Iowa Iowa boys are just they're, they're yes. different. He didn't help himself with that loss to Michigan. Uh, he looked bad, but no, no, I'm with you. Yeah, He's still top five for me. I still have him in my top five. I'm not going record. You can you can never. Oh, it's not even that. I'm just with From and he's the the Michigan defense and what they did in the grant. He doesn't have any kind of decent wide receivers right. or, or tight end, especially with all the tight ends that have left the past couple of years. But what that Michigan defense did to him worries me a bit. But I still like Stan. Like I said, he's still in my top five. I'm, like I said, I'm. I have Tua at three because he's just been so productive so in college. Herbert, you can't do then. For me, it's Herbert, Burrow, Tua. Burrow, I just I don't know about Burrow. We'll see. My dude, I'm telling you. Okay, so let me let me let me ask you this because I know LSU. He's got Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson. Phenomenal wide receivers. Yeah. Probably going to be top three picks in the NFL next year. Right? Chase can I don't think can come out, but I know Jefferson can. Right. Burrow, tell me this. If Burrow was doing what he's doing now at LSU at Ohio State right now, you're telling me he wouldn't be up there for you? If he was doing what Justin Fields is doing, because he can do what Justin Fields is doing at Ohio State. Right, but Justin – He'd be up there. Yeah, Justin Fields doesn't really play anybody yet. True, but LSU has. Right. That's my whole point. Joe Burrow was a top quarterback coming out. He got beat out by Dwayne Haskins, who we saw had, again, in my opinion, a Heisman year last year. I felt he should have won the Heisman. I get what Kyler Murray did, but when you throw 55 touchdowns in college football against some of the teams Ohio State played, and I think he had four interceptions, he was the Heisman for me last year. I get what Kyler Murray got it, but for me, it has to be. And that's the reason Joe Burrow had to leave. Yeah. Like, for me, Joe Burrow is up there. He has not shown me anything that doesn't prove he can't do uh, what he's doing right now in college in the NFL. I just want to see him under center. I can can understand I want to see him under center. I, I can understand it, but for me, I, I still have to have him above Tua because I'm with you. I just don't think Tua is going to produce. I don't think so either. 
And so then right then by after them, it would be Stanley for me. And then I still have Jordan Love up there. The reason I don't like Jake Fromm, I, I agree with you. He's probably the most pro ready outside of Herbert, because actually, if you look at Oregon, they're not the old Chip Kelly offense. They run for the most part a pro style right. offense. Herbert is by far the one for me. I have Fromm down there because I think he's just more of a game manager. He makes too many safe throws. He's not afraid to take risks. Right. And when you come to the NFL, you have to make risk throws at times. And I don't think Fromm's going to do that, which is what drops him down. He's going to be pro-ready. I think wherever he goes, he has a chance to start and be decent. But I see him more for fantasy as that middle to lower tier quarterback, if that makes sense. I don't right. think he's bad, but I just don't think he's going to be that guy like Baker. Baker's going to gun it in there at times. Now, is he getting intercepted? Yes. But Baker's not made to make that throw if he needs to. I don't think Fromm's going to do Fromm's that. Fromm's not sexy. Yeah. He's not sexy at all. But that's why NFL teams love him, because he's shown on tape he plays in a pro-style offense and he makes the good play. But he's not going to make the big play when you need it, I think. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I haven't watched Georgia much this year, but they don't have any big play receivers right now. Uh, yeah. Okay, so I, I did they have one. one. Well, game. they have that one. I think it's Pickens. Pickens, I think, is their water say He's good. But outside of him, I agree with you. They have Swift, and that's it. Yeah. I watched part of the Georgia loss this past weekend. Fromm had an interesting stat about him. He is totally defeated when he has 30-plus pass attempts in college. So he loses? Yes. He loses every time he has 30-plus pass attempts in well, that's game. because they're running back you. Exactly. That but is true. That's something to consider <laughs> when I'm drafting a quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I want to see him with – last year he was good because he had good receivers. Then they all went to the draft. Yeah. So, and he struggled this year, and that, that's my yeah. point. So, I don't know. From a dynasty perspective for fantasy, I, I think is it Tua? Tua, yeah, Tua Tagovailoa, yeah. and from I'm steering away from. Yeah. I'm not interested at all. Well, see, and that's why I I can't all this tank for Tua crap. Like I think if if Miami gets the number one pick, they need it. They, in all honesty, need to take Chase Young out of Ohio State and get that stud defensive end because you're still going to get a quarterback in the second round. Joe Burrow's not going in the first round. Right. If, so you're telling me if you could and I think I know they have multiple first round picks, but say this. Say tell me they get Chase Young and then Jake Fromm at the end of the first round. You're telling me you would not be happy with that? I would be happy if I was a dolphin. Yeah, so that's my point. I would not I all this all this tank for Tua, I'm not taking Tua at one of them. So he's gonna go number one. I hope not, man, because I don't – not that I'm a Miami Dolphins fan, but I actually have a friend. The guy was actually – I was calling when I was trying to set this up make sure everything was right. He's a huge Dolphins fan. I hope for the Dolphins' sake they don't take Tua because I think they're going to be – they're going to be in for 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 a, well, they another trade down, decade. They trade down and get like the still left tackle or What's something. your opinion on Hurts? He's a running back. Yeah, he said that word. He's, he's not a quarterback. He's not going to be a quarterback in the I think he back. has – you know who I compare him to? Mitch Trubisky. He has a good arm. He can throw the ball, but he's just more of a runner. And then if he gets in the right system, I'm trying to think, if someone takes him, I know they're not going to happen. If it's like a Cliff Kingsbury scenario, if they bring him in and they're going to run college concepts like they are with Kyler Murray, I think Hurts is going to be fine. But is the franchise going to do that? I don't know. And that's what worries me about Hurts. I just think it's like Tim Tebow. Everybody talked about how Tim Tebow couldn't be a good NFL quarterback because he doesn't have the right throwing motion. I'm not saying anything about Hurts' throwing motion, but I do think when it comes down to it, Hurts is going to revert back to what he's good at, running the ball. And we've seen that at Oklahoma. He runs the ball a shit ton with Lincoln Riley. I mean, through the first two weeks, he was the leading rusher in all of college football. Well, that's because, I mean, he also has all day to throw, so he just – Right. No one's yeah, he's, and this is 20 yards. the biggest thing people have complained about Baker and Kyler. Oklahoma, for the past couple of years, has continued to have one of the best offensive lines in college football. So you can't really tell what they're going to be like. And the one thing I'll say about Baker and Kyler, 
they've struggled against the rush here these past couple of years. Like everybody talks about how good Baker was right, last sure. year. Baker was so good because those last eight games he got sacked one time. One time. Hurts, I think, when he gets pressured, is going to revert to what he's used to, and that's running the ball. And that's not going to survive in the NFL. So that's my I'm not saying I don't think he can't do it, but that does worry me a little bit. That's why I have him lower than than the others. Like I haven't have him I have him below Fromm, and I've just not spoke, spoken very glowingly about Fromm either. All right. Well, we're talking about rookies, so let's jump in and do those really quick. Give us some of your your top running backs or wider, however you guys want to do. We'll, we'll do we'll do a one each. You want to do one each running back or wide receiver that you're looking forward to possibly trying to get. You don't have to give away all your secrets like me, JJ, and Ty did last year. But but go ahead. You can do more than one however you want to do it. Well, I, I, I give you all my my list. I think I had nine or ten receivers highlighted. I think I had six or seven receivers highlighted. Those are the guys I prefer. Um, no particular order, but just name it off the top three. For, for me, per, personally, it's going to be uh, Taylor out of Wisconsin, Swift out of Georgia, and is it Ethine or Ethine? Those are my top three running backs. No particular order. We'll see what kind of happens when the draft happens where they go. I really like Swift, though, because he's more of the compact guy. It makes me think of like a Frank Gore, almost like a Mark Ingram is like the 5'9", five, 5'10", five, like 215. Pretty much does it all. He can catch a little bit. He's not like speedy, but he is speedy, but he, he just does everything well. So I, I'm going to, have to go with Swift here as my one of my top guys. Uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say receiver wise, I'm still kind of in a loop of, of who I'm looking for. We talked about Judy earlier, but receivers are just kind of like and eh, until like they get drafted. To me, it really depends on where they go. As a player, as of right now, I really like. I really like the kid out of Colorado, Chanel. Chanel, yeah. it right? But he's really thick and he's tall. He's like that 6'3", 225, probably runs in the 4'5 range. He might go first round in the, the actual draft. We'll see. But as of right now, I really like where he's at as a player. He also has a few carries, I'll point out. Yeah. They yeah, like they use him all the he's, he's an athlete, yeah. so they I really like him as a player. So we'll, we'll see that. But for, for right now, it's uh, Swift and Chanel for me. Uh, for me, I really like Dobbins. Thank you. <laughs> so do I. Yeah, get out of here. Um, I just, I, he's kind of the same size as Swift a little bit. You know, Swift's a little bit, you know, beefier, I guess you could say. But Dobbins is, is shifty, just as just like Swift, and he can catch. Honestly, can he catch better than Swift? I think it's um, close. It's it's close, but I, I don't know. The, I really like Dobbins. Taylor... Taylor's going to kind of be like a Derrick Henry, in my opinion, with with the catching ability. Um, yeah, I say he's a better version of Melvin Gordon. That's, that's exactly And I hate to say. compare him because they both went to Wisconsin, but yeah. I think he's a better version of Melvin Gordon. Okay, I can see that. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. I really don't know who Akers is on Florida State just because Florida State's terrible, and I could care less about watching them. Um, he's decent. He's I, not. He's yeah. all right. Yeah. Akers is all right. Sermon could be a sleeper. Sermon, he's a good back at OU right now. Um, I didn't think Hubbard could come out this year. Chuba? Yes, he can. Chuba's in my he's top four. He's a redshirt sophomore. He can come out this year. Chuba yeah. Hubbard? Yeah. Okay. He's kind of small, but the, the rushing yards per yeah. game right now His is rushing like, yards, and he crap. is probably, out of all these guys, the best receiver as well. Oh, I agree there. Um, Receiver-wise, it, it'd probably be C.D. Lamb. I know I dogged on him earlier about if people could catch, you know, they – 
probably wouldn't have big numbers. Um, I was actually at the Texas versus LSU game in Jefferson. Jefferson's a monster. Yeah. Um, yeah. He is a monster and probably... He's like the prototypical NFL guy. And he could probably wide receiver one. I really like Colin Johnson. I know he had the injury bug earlier this year for Texas. But he's a stud. His range is insane. I uh, wanted him to come out last year. I was hoping the Browns would take him. Illinois just beat Wisconsin. Holy crap. Well, hey, good call, Dan, because you said it was going to happen this week just a yeah, little bit ago. I thought they'd lose uh, next this, week. But. This is the week. Um, Wisconsin's defense just got pummeled on, who's been dominant all year. You know who that is? Um, That's Lovie Smith. Yeah, and Lovie Smith looks like Santa Claus with his beard. Right he now. does. Uh, well, what you were saying about Chuba, yes, the reason he came out, he's technically been at Oklahoma State for three years. He he got an injury his freshman year and did not play a single game. That's where the red shirt came in. Okay. And then he played again, obviously, what was considered a freshman year and sophomore year. Okay. So he's just, been there for three years. Just when I saw red shirt sophomore, I was looking yeah. him up. I was just confused about that. But, yeah, but my, my, sleeper, my sleeper receivers I'm looking forward to is Jefferson and Colin Johnson. Um, I was really high on uh, – Texas receiver. Um, Texas? Last, he came out. He came out. This, oh, uh, little Jordan Humphrey. Yeah. And yeah. I wish he would have stayed because I think that if he was in this class this year, he'd be a little bit higher. He'd be higher, but not not that high. I've always said Colin Johnson's the best wide receiver there. And, and I, I, like I said, I, I hope he came out. Six, six, yeah. I thought he came out. I was hoping he'd come out last year and the Browns would take him. Like, that was my hope before, yeah. obviously, the Odell trade. But, but that was my hope. So, it. To back Elliott's, I'm, I mean, I'm Dobbins and Jefferson in, in, in this year. So, let's see. For me, uh, I mean, I'm the same with Dobbins, and I'm, I try to put my Ohio State Buckeyes bias aside, but I think Swift and Taylor, for me, are the 1-1-1-2. One, 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 I think they're, they've somewhat separated themselves. I'll cut it right there for you. I mean, Taylor, the one thing I'll say about Dobbins that he doesn't have is those other two is he doesn't have that breakaway speed. He can be brought down from behind. He's, he's likely not scoring you a 60-70 yard touchdown. Neither does Taylor, in my opinion. Taylor does. Okay, so here's the thing. Leading up until this year, if you were to watch Taylor on tape, I agree with you. But if you've seen him this year and the talks about him, he's running close to a, like, 4-3 flat. Okay. Taylor has, for what, however, whatever he's done, he has definitely been better and faster this year. ETN, I think, is close. But the fact that he struggles catching the ball and has even come out and admitted that he's afraid to catch the ball at times scares me a little bit. You need to be that kind of back in the NFL. I don't like Zach Moss at Utah at all. Um, a guy that I've been on uh, out of Colorado State, Marvin Kinsey. Uh, he's a senior, so he's a little bit older. But the dude has been balling out. I mean, a lot, not a lot of people talk about these guys. The same reason I was talking about Philip Lindsay a couple years ago. I know they're playing weaker competition, but with, with what he's done there, I think he's solid. Wide receiver, I still have Jalen Rager up there. I know he hasn't done anything at TCU. This year, but I remember I watched him live last year at that Ohio State Buckeyes game. You go back and look at his stats last year. You can't teach speed, and he is probably going to be the fastest guy coming out this year right there with Henry Ruggs, who's another wide receiver not on this list. So you guys already touched Lamb and Judy. I'm going to go that route. I think those two are guys you can get at the back end of the first round, maybe early second in rookie drafts next year that are going to be studs in the NFL. The landing spot's going to be key for them because of their speed, but they both have good hands. Uh, you know, Jalen Rager, I think, is just because he's playing on a team with a absolutely shitty quarterback and can't do anything. Is Jalen Rager the next Tyreek Hill? Maybe. Like I said, it, for me... Same, same body type, kind of. They do have the same body type. But one thing I'll say is I don't think Rager is a... Woman beater? 
Yeah. Well, no, no. Well, he's definitely not that. Uh, no, I was gonna say. I'm trying to think of what the word is that you would you would uh, talk about Tyree Kill. He's like a a one. Uh, what's it like a one tool player? If you were to go uh, baseball wise, like all he has is that speed. Jalen Rager can do everything. Like Jalen Rager is one of those guys that can make people miss. He's not going to run you over Tyree because of the small people miss. He can, but what you watch Jalen, what do you watch Tyree Kill do most of the time? It's those fucking just run straight down the field, let Patrick Mahomes hit and throw it over the mountain. True, but my whole point is, so if Jalen Rager were to end up on the Chicago Bears, Mitch Trubisky's not throwing it over the mountains like Uncle Rico is my point. Right. But what you can do with Jalen Rager is he is very good at running slant routes, hook routes, curl routes. Where I don't know if Tyree Kill can do that. Maybe it's because we haven't seen him do it. Yeah. But I don't know if he can. Okay. Yeah, that's my point. I think he could. But that's what Jalen Rager has proven in college that he can do that. So I think his route tree is more expanded than what we saw out of Tyree Kill. So can you elaborate a little bit on Dobbins? Sophomore year, you saw my note on that. So for His me, average went down two and a half yards per carry. His because year. he was split, splitting everything with Mike Weber. Okay. So if you go, if you were to just say, look at the stats, go back and look at what Dobbins did his yeah, freshman man, year. Yeah, I didn't look to a game by game yeah. basis. If, if you were to look at what he did his freshman year, he's doing even better now this year than when he did his freshman year. But his freshman year, Mike Weber got hurt, and it was all Dobbins all the time. Then that other year, you had Dwayne Haskins, who was also throwing the ball like 40 times a that's game. True. And was he, in my opinion, should have won the Heisman last year, but that's a discussion for another time. Uh, but Dobbins was splitting almost everything with Mike Weber. And what would happen is when Mike Weber started getting hot, Dobbins rode the bench. And it was just Mike Weber going forward. So that was – a lot of people got down on Dobbins this year because Pass of ball that. ball more, run the ball less. Yes, and, and Mike Weber's not a bad pass catcher either. I thought he'd be good coming over to the, – the Cowboys took yeah. him. I thought he'd be all right. They really split a lot of time last year. So I, I think that's what hurt his stock a lot coming into this year, which sucks because, as you just noticed, people like Dan are now getting high on him. So chances are he's not going to fall as far in our draft as I hoped he would to possibly try and snag him. I mean, we'll you, see. Could, you could probably get him at – Six or seven. Yeah, but I won't. Have, well, maybe I'll have a six or seven. I might, we'll right see. I might have six. I'm always in the I might be looking to trade. So, so we didn't mention Harris out of Alabama. What do y'all think about him? Big boy at two thirty. Six two Harris. He's not. One thing I'll say about Harris is I'm just not. I, I, it's a bad, bad comparison because he is ten times more talented. But I, I view him as Kalen Balaj. I just he's got all the talent in the world. I just don't. He just doesn't do anything with it. He's faster than Henry. Can catch better than Henry. He almost makes me think of like Jacobs though at Alabama, which is yes. like fifteen pounds heavier. So one thing I'll say is like Harris was like a five star recruit coming out of high school, the number one running back prospect coming out of high school in all of uh, all of football coming out of high school. I just he hasn't done enough. Maybe that's because Tua throws a ball more. I could be dead wrong on Harris. I just haven't seen enough out of him. And that the Alabama offensive line has been beat up too. True. Let's. Uh, I know we were talking about running backs and receivers. There are no tight ends coming out. Yeah. I looked at the tight end projections, and there was like four. So there's one. It's not cute. Is it a Missouri kid? No. Oh, you kid. Vanderbilt kid. Yeah. No. You, nobody's going to – well, see, I don't want to say anything now. I, because, I'm not looking at tight ends. Well, I'm not going to draft him. I didn't put him on my list because there's nobody we're talking about. There's one guy. Unfortunately, he tore his ACL last weekend. Jacob Breland out of Oregon. Okay. He's yeah, phenomenal. I heard about him. But he tore his ACL, so he's out. He's oh, not good. Yeah, but he was, in my opinion, <laughs> he was the top. He was the top one coming out. There's another guy, but I cannot, for the life of me, remember what his name is. You had the kid from OU as well, who I know a lot of people are high on. I can't remember what his name is. He's got a weird uh, Calcantara, I think, is what it is, or Cal- Calcantara. Yeah. Yeah. He he's pretty high as well. There's another guy. 
And if I could remember his name, I'd, I'd bring it up, but I can't remember. Let's see here. What else do we want to do before we, we cut off of this one? We can save the Hall of Fame debate for another time. We'll do Elliot. What you wanted to do this Mary Kill Fuck thing. Uh, talk about that and give us it, give us your three wide receivers. Yeah, you got to marry one, you got to kill one, you got to fuck one. I wanted to go Brandon Cooks out of the Rams, all receivers, obviously. Juju out of the Steelers and uh, Beckham out of the Browns. They're all kind of really, I mean, they're all obviously having a down year for their, their reasons, but. Going forward, who would you want to marry? Who would you want to kill? Who would you want to fuck going forward? I picked Cooks for me to marry. I think McVay will, will, will ultimately turn the whole thing around and make it work. I, I, I really, I mean, I traded Gurley away in multiple leagues, dynasty-wise, this year, because I didn't think Gurley was going to be the same. So I was higher on Goff, which has been kind of a, a false read by me, but I thought Cooks would read off Goff having a bad golf having a bad better year. So I thought Cooks would be the same. I, I still think that will happen going forward. We're still what a little over half of the season left. Yeah. Uh, Juju, I did the kill. Uh, I think he obviously needs a better than a third string quarterback going forward. Either Big Ben or Rudolph or somebody to lead the way. This third guy string Hodges, Dodges, whatever his name is, is not the answer for Juju for fantasy perspective. Uh, Beckham. I don't know what happens with the Browns going forward. So it, it looks like Landry is leading the way most of the way. It looks like it's Landry and Shove leading their offense going forward. So I did. But Beckham is the, the, the fuck here because I think he'll, he'll probably have a couple games where he blows up like he normally does. But I just don't think it's going to happen from a game-to-game consistency. That's why I should, chose Cooks here. What about you, Dan? Um, apologize for the restroom. So you said you would marry? Marry Cooks. Kill Juju and fuck Beckham. Okay. So, I would marry Michael Thomas. <laughs> I'm that, I'm that I mean, he's he, he's unstoppable. I, I would marry Michael Thomas. I would kill Juju. I'm with you on that one. Actually, you know what? I would kill Sterling Shepard. I was super high on Shepard this year on my team. And the concussion bug hit him hard. Um, I don't even know when he's going to come back. They said next week's in doubt, too. Um, but I was really high on him. You know, Odell's gone, and you got Golden Tate on the other side. I really thought he was going to have a huge year this year. He's a solid slot receiver, and he just he hasn't done much for me. Um, uh, who would I fuck here? This is disgusting. Um, <laughs> well, you're only supposed to pick out of the three, so yeah, you, yeah, kind of, you kind of turn oh, over the three. Yeah, you got to pick out of Cooks, Juju, okay. and Beckham. Well, then I guess I'm fucking Brandon Cooks. <laughs> and then I'm marrying Odell. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, I know he hasn't really done much, but he's actually been pretty humble so far yeah. this year. And I, eventually they're going to get a turnaround, whether or not this year, but eventually you, there's no way you don't get that turnaround. You have to. Yeah. I mean, you get rid of Freddie Kitchens and bring in Lincoln Riley or something like that. Get, you know, get that, would, that would be interesting. That, that would be, really interesting, be interesting, right? Nah, it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. But and then they draft a couple of OU players. Why not Urban Meyer? God, too, not too. I already had to deal with that at Ohio State. Don't put that on the ground. He plays it off like he's Christ. Christ. Yeah, yeah. I do not. So no, because that. then Baker Mayfield is going to be running the ball 30 times a fucking game, and the dude can't outrun me on a walker, dude. Fuck that shit. <laughs> 30 carries for 90 yards and now 45 first downs. 
if I had to do it, I'm, I mean, I'm marrying Odell. I mean, he's he's the fucking best wide receiver out of these three to begin with, and I think the Browns are going to turn it around. I, I, I like what you said. He has been extremely humble. I think he gets kind of a bad rap. I mean, everything he does off the field for certain people, I think all that shit in New York kind of ruined it. I think Baker is going to be better than Eli. That He just has not had a good year at all. Uh, I'd probably kill Brandon Cooks just because I think there's too many good wide receivers there. I think Cooks is going to have good games, but not – not that many. And then Juju, I mean, I probably just fuck Juju because he's fun. Man. Whatever. I, I go have some fun with Juju. <laughs> fun. Okay. Go have some fun with Juju. Watch him have a couple good games, you know. Yeah, I mean, Odell, I get my season tickets out of it and all that stuff with the Browns. So, yeah, you know, just, you know, play into it a little bit more. <laughs> all right. So, outside of that, I mean, are we good with everything? We're, we're about at two hours, so can wrap it up. Dan, you think you got a chance to win the championship this year? Nope, I'll get there again. Third, Mike Elliott. Bro. How many more years before you think you win another championship? Two. I need I need some matches to happen for next year, and then hit hit the draft next year. But I can be back next year. Next year, right. twenty twenty. I got three first rounders. All right, that's cute. I mean, yeah. So did Kevin. We saw where Kevin went. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying you draft as bad as Kevin, but just saying you got three first rounders. We'll see what happens. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for, for listening and check back on, uh, if you're in the Pigskin League, what we say about all the Pigskin teams as well. Prepare for glory! I don't know if you got your popcorn ready. Do you got your popcorn ready? I came out the wall wide already. And he's hit the end zone for an unbelievable touchdown. I would be honored if you played football for this team. Throw it up above his head. Thank you.